This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We got some terrifying news for Joe Biden. Today is Monday, October 30th, 2023. New House Speaker Johnson says that he believes that the subpoena for the Bidens is over. Do let's go, baby. Report says top White House officials are in panic mode. Over 2024, the White House is backstabbing Joe Biden while Gavin Newsom is groping little Chinese kids. It's super weird. Larry Elder joins the show fresh off his endorsement of Donald Trump for president. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We got it going, baby. We're going to start off with impeachment news for you. This is really, really important because now we can get back to business. This has been my major gripe. You, you know me, I do not hold my punches. Everybody's got a plan until I get punched in the face, as Mike Tyson always says. I don't hold back my punches. I pissed off a few people. I got a couple of people angry, people on both sides angry at me. I don't care. My goal is to get rid, like Joe, Joe Biden is my problem, okay? Joe Biden, Democrat corporate infrastructure and the surrounding protection networks inside of the FBI and the DOJ, that is the only threat that I care about. I actually don't care. Like, that is more dangerous to me than Israel, Ukraine, all of them combined. Okay, Russia, China, all of it combined. Nothing is more terrifying to the American citizen than a government that views you as the enemy. I cannot reemphasize that enough. The government that views you as the enemy and views you as somebody who's not allowed to vote for your candidates or listen to your candidates or hear from your candidates. Donald Trump gag ordered up the wazoo. This is the biggest threat to America. Don't let them lie to you. A border dispute in Ukraine is not the biggest threat to America. China is not the biggest threat to America. America is the biggest threat to America. Remember when they swear in on their uh, when they swear in into their offices, they always swear to protect us from enemies. What? Anyone? Bueller? Foreign and domestic. Foreign and domestic. That used to mean communists. That used to mean the Marxists who have infiltrated every section of society and gobbled up every single institution. And that's what we should re-embody. That's what we should do, okay? We should consider re-embodying that idea of, hey, enemies domestic. Well, what exactly does that mean? Well, it means the terror cells that Joe Biden's allowed over the border. But it also means the people who are selling us out and who are de like immolating, desecrating uh, the United States Constitution. That's what, that's what all of this is about, okay? We are an idea, we are an idea, America is an experiment set forth with certain parameters and they're trying to break those parameters. And so we are going to bring on the people this week that are going to break them. We said, man, we are going to get muscled up this week and we're going to bring on the scariest group of guests for Joe Biden. We've got Larry Elder today. It's awesome. James Comer tomorrow will come on and do a full breakdown of the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. Jim Jordan on Thursday and other big time special guests. 
We have a packed out show for you. You want to stay connected with us this week. Stay connected with us via Patriot Mobile, baby. Let's get scary for Joe Biden. Patriot Mobile is the phone company that we use. You'll see a big documentary we're releasing this weekend about going to the Trinity test site in the middle of the White Sands Missile Range in New Mexico. Our phones worked out there. Our phones worked on the border. Our phones worked in some of the worst places in America, some terrifying places and some very rural places. And it's awesome. And we use Patriot Mobile. They keep us connected. And you should use them too. They're a Christian conservative company. They support free speech. And that should be enough. Okay? Go to PatriotMobile.com today slash Benny. Call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Benny. 972 Patriot, patriotmobile.com slash Betty. So we got a new house speaker. Let's begin. We got a new house speaker. His name is Speaker Johnson. He is my uh, long lost brother from another mother, as they say. Uh, I will claim that he is a family member of mine and I'm just gonna, just gonna 23 and me this whole thing, right? Okay. So anyway, my, my uncle, Speaker Johnson, is pursuing Biden allegations very aggressively. Now, this is a guy who gave a little speech on impeachment from the well of the house long before he was a twinkle in our eye when it was Mike Johnson. Uh, the Speaker Johnson ship was merely a, a small reflection of dust particles in the follicles of our eyelashes. Mike Johnson was not going to be speaker when he was giving speeches about why Joe Biden must be impeached. Why Joe Biden must be impeached. Mike Johnson's been beating this drum long before he got all the cameras and all the power. But Mike Johnson this weekend was on Maria Bartiromo's show and asked directly about Joe Biden's impeachment, went like this. And sir, what about the investigations into the potential Biden family influence peddling, potential bribery? Are you going to allocate the financial resources and human capital needed to do an in-depth investigation? And will an impeachment inquiry turn into an, an official impeachment? We'll see, Maria. You know, I worked on the committees of jurisdiction and judiciary is one of those. I think our chairmen have done an exceptional job. You've spoken to all of them, Jamie Comer and Jim Jordan and Jason Smith uh, on oversight and judiciary and ways and means. They continued those investigations even while we were going through the tumult of the uh, speaker's race. They were still working methodically through that. I, I'm encouraging that. I think we have a constitutional responsibility to follow this truth where it leads. We're the rule of law team. We don't use this for uh, political partisan games like the Democrats have done and did against uh, Donald Trump twice. We are going to follow the law and follow the Constitution. And I think we, you and I have a suspicion of where that may lead. But we're going to let the evidence speak for itself. And I, I look forward to uh, rolling that out over the coming days and weeks and letting the American people see exactly why we're taking the next steps and where it's headed. So this is a very cool-headed, calm, uh, uh, prosecutorial uh, tone for this. Very good. Now, one of the major criticisms was that Kevin McCarthy was holding up the subpoenas for the Bidens. Why would he do that? I don't know. One of the other criticisms of Kevin McCarthy, of course, is that he gave Nancy Pelosi a private little office to fundraise from. Why the hell did you do that? Don't make deals with the devil, baby. It's Halloween. Come on. Send her off on a broomstick with a bottle of Smirnoff vodka rattling around. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McCarthy also made some major problems, made a deal to release all the January 6th footage. Why haven't you done that? That would be a very smart thing to do. Speaker Johnson is going to do that. Speaker Johnson is also going to apparently issue those long-awaited subpoenas for the Bidens. How long will we wait for subpoenas for the Bidens? Let's let the speaker answer. Are you expecting to subpoena Hunter Biden? 
Um, I'm, I'm looking at that. I, you know, I think that uh, desperate times call for desperate measures, and that perhaps is, is overdue. We've not made a full decision yet. I'm, I'm uh, counseling with the uh, attorneys involved on all of this to see what the contours of. I'm, I'm an attorney myself, so I speak the language. Um, we're trying to move forward on some of this very aggressively. I think the American people are owed these answers, and I think uh, our suspicions about all this, um, the evidence that we've gathered so far, as you, as you, as you know, uh, is, is affirming what many of us feared may be the worst. And, you know, as Jamie Comer likes to say, bank records don't lie. We already have a lot of this evidence. The dots are being connected and we'll see where it leads very good long overdue remember this is the man that led the defense of donald trump during two impeachment inquiries this man understands this process he's a sleeper man he's a sleeper he's calm genteel prosecutorial some some of these guys aren't built like for the cable news flare and glare and that's okay that's good you need all stripes and this is exactly the kind of person that you would want in charge when it comes to the Biden impeachment inquiry, because he has been proven to understand what, um, uh, firstly, amongst uh, this entire charade is why do you impeach a president? And we talk often about Article 2, Section 4. You've got to know your constitution. And if you're, if you're going to play, you got to know the rules. Article 2, Section 4. What are, what are the two things you impeach a president for? People in the betting brigade, obviously, no. People in the salty army, no. Treason, bribery, those are the two things. High crimes and misdemeanors. That's an old Clinton thing. That's, that's down the list, baby. That's down the list. That's old Ken Starr 1990s stuff. Treason and bribery are what our founders said you impeach a president for. And that is precisely what Mike Johnson said you impeach a president for long before he ever became a speaker, long before he ever got a sweet gavel in an office. Mike Johnson was on the floor arguing that they must impeach Joe Biden. You must impeach Joe Biden. The Constitution demands that you impeach Joe Biden for these crimes alone. Watch. It expressly states that the sole power of impeachment belongs here to this House. And then Article 2, Section 4 says, listen to the language carefully. It's expressly written in the Constitution. This is not political talking points. We're not making this up. It says in Article 2, Section 4 that the president shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. My friends, I just listed just a small sampling, just the tip of the iceberg of, of the credible allegations and the mounting evidence that shows that Joseph Biden has engaged in bribery schemes, pay-to-play schemes. This is what the evidence shows. We have to follow it. We took an oath to uphold the Constitution. The Constitution requires this. Constitution requires us to impeach Joe Biden. Now we have the helpful chart, of course. You can always go ahead and screenshot your screen right now in case your drunk liberal wine aunt comes for Halloween or Christmas or Thanksgiving and she's sitting there, you know, with her uh, with her cats instead of children and she smells a lot like kitty litter and she has yellow teeth and she has, well, she has red teeth because she's drinking the ba box of wine, which is really just a bag of wine, right? So it's a plastic colostomy bag full of wine and she's just there all day and night watching MSNBC, watching Rachel Maddow, watching The View and she thinks she knows everything and she's like, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, and she like pours her like fourth glass of wine, right? You haven't even brought the turkey out of the oven. She's like, Joe Biden is the innocent. He's just guilty of being a good father. You can just show her this, okay? Screenshot him. There's the Burisma executive who bribed the Bidens. We know this based on the FD 1023 and 
the recordings of Joe Biden doing it, the Bidens were able to influence Ukraine into firing the prosecutor who is looking into Burisma. That's called bribery. And now we can even see the money into Joe Biden's bank accounts. Byron Donalds with the most newsworthy clip of the weekend saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till you see what I got, baby. Watch. Well, honestly, the most damning evidence is now we're starting to see the transactions that went to Joe Biden, money actually going into his hands. One of the things that I believe we're going to uncover is that there were payments made on behalf of Joe Biden where they they didn't give the money to him, but the money was spent on his behalf. That stuff is damning in and of itself. And I think there's also another piece to this, Maria. You have the cover up that is going on in the FBI and at the Department of Justice. Uh, we are now getting information that federal prosecutors were being stonewalled by the FBI, something that, according to Scott Brady, quote unquote, never happened at any other point in his career. But because of this investigation, he had to get clearances to continue the investigative process. Uh, that's insane to me because it means that you have elements of our Department of Justice and our FBI that were covering up for the president of the United States. Uh, so that those are the two damning pieces that we have at this point. We're going to continue to follow the evidence to see where it takes us. Iron Donald saying. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. That is the cover up that gets you. Remember, Richard Nixon impeached for the cover up. Now, of course, he was set up by the deep state. But that's probably what's happening right here, because Joe Biden, as we will get to in just a moment, is losing in every conceivable poll. His administration is in total and complete meltdown, dumpster fire, panic mode, and not even Nancy Pelosi on her witch's broom could fly in and save the day. You know, she could sprinkle the vodka. So she has the handle of vodka, right? And she pours it off her broomstick onto the dumpster fire to try and put it out. What did Byron Donald just say? The FBI and the DOJ is covering up that dumpster fire. Nancy Pelosi trying to put it out with vodka doesn't work. The alcohol is flammable, makes it even worse. Here. From Zero Hedge, a bombshell article over the weekend, DOJ corroborated information from FBI source who provided Biden bribery allegations. Why didn't they act on it? <laughs> I'll let you answer. U.S. Department of Justice official corroborated some of the information the FBI source provided to the Bureau allegations. Then presidential candidate Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden were bribed. A former official who worked on the case said in a newly reviewed testimony. We did corroborate certain things, said the source, Scott Brady, who was just aforementioned by Byron Donalds. The former U.S. attorney for the Western District of Pennsylvania told the House of Representatives, members of the Congress obtained and released over the summer a copy of the summary of the FBI agents who spoke with sources conveying comments of Burisma executives concerning the Bidens. Among them was the claim that Biden uh, was paid $5 million and Hunter Biden was paid another $5 million in order to get the prosecutor fired. Mr. Biden worked for Burisma, a Ukrainian firm, for years while President Biden was vice president, including in 2016. Now, why and how uh, were the Bidens paid these millions? Well, they were paid these millions, again, to get the prosecutor fired who was looking into the corrupt oil conglomerate named Burisma. Hunter Biden was getting a sweet pile of cash from Burisma, 
at the time. There's your motive. This is simple blank statement bribery. It's going to be super easy, guys. Mr. Brady, appointed under Donald Trump in 2017, told members of the uh, committee that he was tasked by superiors to accept and vet Ukraine-related information sent and gathered by the Department of Justice. We were to assess the credibility of information and anything that we felt was credible or, or had a incendia of credibility, we were then to provide to the offices that had predicated the grand jury investigation that was ongoing. So the investigator said that they found all of this to be credible and what happened? Ha, nothing. Cover up. And now the question remains, how compromised is Joe Biden's foreign policy? Because if Joe Biden is getting these untold millions from Ukraine, isn't it fascinating that the regions where Joe Biden got all the money is the regions that are the trouble regions right now in the world? Isn't it interesting that the regions that paid off Biden bribes are the ones who are acting the fool right now? Russia, Ukraine, China. Isn't that fascinating? Along with, of course, the Iran, right? Biden was part of the I don't know of any direct payments from Iran, but I do know that Biden was part of the administration that got the Iran deal across the finish line, and they sent pallets of cash. You all remember the pallets of cash that got sent to the Ayatollahs. So every region of the world where Joe Biden made corrupt millions or sent corrupt billions to, those are the regions that are in pure meltdown right now. Why? Well, Byron Donald says it's because our foreign policy is so utterly corrupted, they know that they got the goods on Joe. They got Joe over a barrel. They got him over the barrel. They got him by the balls. Byron Donalds, go. I said he said last week that Joe Biden paid for his most recent house in cash. You know, what do you want to say to President Biden when he taunts us by saying, oh, really? Where's the money? Every time someone asks him about these investigations, he says, where's the money? As if to taunt us. Well, what I say to him is when we get when we get your bank records, then we're going to demonstrate that to the American people that he's going to have to answer the question of why was he taking money from foreign sources in order to pay for his luxurious lifestyle here in the United States. And Maria, as a backdrop, let's also understand America's ally, Israel, is at war. Ukraine has been invaded by Russia. Uh, we've actually had to abandon four U.S. embassies in Joe Biden during Joe Biden's presidency. Meanwhile, we also know that his family, because of his influence, has been taking money from countries all across the globe. Is the president's foreign policy positions compromised because of the money that his family has taken on his behalf because he was seated at the top of political power in the United States? This has major national security implications as well. That will be my response to the president of the United States. Yeah. Hey. Maybe it's time for us to ask the question. Why is it that every place that paid Joe Biden corrupt millions and billions, those are the places that are acting up? Those are the places because they got him. They got him, baby. They were sloppy. They were stupid. They were sloppy. They were the Marvin Harry of criminals. Okay, we're getting the holiday season, right? They were the sticky bandits, wet bandits. And they messed up. They effed up big time. Now, you will recall... That our friend Greg Kelly says that there are tapes, tapes of Joe Biden literally committing these crimes. There are tapes of Joe Biden committing these crimes and that he said this week there will be tapes that are released. He's not sure which agency. Ladies and gentlemen, what happens then? Greg Kelly says that'll be the end of Joe Biden the entire political career. He may not be able to remain as president. We will see. 
Here from the Daily Mail, check this out. This is a little strange. Do you own a house? Have you ever sold a house? Check this out. Joe Biden sold his house for 1.2 million in 1996. Three decades later, it's worth 1.6 million. Did he get paid over the odds by a donor? Uh Uh-oh. These houses, man, the bank records tell the tale. James Comer will be on the show tomorrow. We will have him on for a longer segment, and we are going to ask about all of this. Must tune in. Jim Jordan on Thursday. Must tune in. It's going to be wall to wall this week. We are back. Back in action. Joe Biden sold a house to a supporter of his for $1.2 million in 1986. Ooh, that's a really pretty penny there. But it was only worth an estimated $1.6 million 27 years later. That's not the way real estate is supposed to work. I thought the real estate... I thought real estate market is supposed to be super inflated right now. This house is only worth 1.6. The current value uh, uh, raised questions over whether Biden received an inflated price for the property from a donor nearly three decades ago. Joe Biden is, of course, an owned and operated vassal fealty completely to the credit card companies in Delaware. Fealty completely to special interests in Delaware, like Amtrak. My wife's family's from Delaware. You know the only reason that Delaware doesn't De- Delaware doesn't have an airport, okay? So there's no airports in Delaware. Why? Because Joe Biden cut dirty deals with Amtrak to keep the trains running like it's the 1800s so that you can have stagecoach rod robberies, probably staged by him and him and Hunter, uh, and Hunter's <laughs> Hunter's illegal firearm. And there you go. I mean, it's such a crooked criminal family. This family is like the mafia family of Delaware. A reminder, and we'll say it, we'll print it on a shirt, we'll print it on a bumper sticker and send it out to the brigade members. There is no such thing as a legitimate government. Every government is a criminal cartel. And every agent and emissary of that government is a corrupt Muppet on behalf of those cartels. Joe Biden has been a Muppet for the credit card cartels, for the Amtrak cartels. This guy is bought and sold. All you have to do is go look at the state of Delaware, and you can see exactly how corrupt this man is. A reminder that, of course, when Hunter Biden illegally purchased a firearm, the Secret Service came in to shake down the gun store for selling him that. Hey, give us the records. Give us the records. So they could delete that it ever happened. That's how crooked it is. You're like living inside of a mafia movie. Does it feel like it? Yeah, it certainly does. It was purchased by an executive for a credit card company. <laughs> this is Joe Biden's house. Whoa, whoa, whoa what, do, what do you know? Joe Biden gets paid double what his house is worth in 1996 by a credit card company executive. Same year, also hired Biden's son, Hunter, and then paid him for years. Biden bought the 10,000 square foot mansion in Greenville, Delaware for $185,000 in 1974. So he bought it for $185,000 and then he sold it for $1.6 million. million, correction. Fascinating. At the time, he only had a salary of $42,000. Can we do the simple math here? He went on to sell the house for $1.2 million six times what he paid for it in 1996. However, according to the property website on Redfin, it is worth only $1.6 million in 2023. Both Redfin and Zillow had an average error rate in their valuations around 7%. Since 1996, the Delaware housing market has nearly tripled, according to data from the U.S. Federal Housing Finance Agency. That would indicate the house, worth $1.2 million in 1996, should be well over $3 million now. So Joe Biden was paid off by the credit card companies. They bought his house. They, they, they went and they bought his house. Man, this man is such a criminal. Such criminal. Our dear friend, Greg Kelly, at Newsmax, 
says the end is nigh for Joe Biden. It's a very important clip. We love Greg Kelly. He has a long history, long sourcing in law enforcement. Greg Kelly says he knows the tapes exist, and he knows that the tapes of Joe Biden committing these bribes will be made public, and that it is a matter of time. He says they'll be made public by this week. Well, we'll hold you to it, Greg. Watch. But he hasn't seen the half of it yet. There is an audio tape, I am told, by people in the know, uh, not necessarily in government, not necessarily out of government. I can't say too much. Um, but there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day, but it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween. This tape will be made public. I'm not sure by what entity at this point, but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for re-election. It will be over and done with. The only thing that mm, he might be able to do potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating and they're worried about it right now at the White House. They know about it. They know what's out there. There may be more than one, and it makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Well, Greg Kelly broadcast that. Is Greg Kelly going to drop that hot fire tonight? We'll be watching. Is Greg Kelly going to reveal what he knows tonight? Is this a Halloween surprise for Joe Biden? Spooky times. Scary times. Scary times to be working in the White House. We have that now confirmed. Check this out from Axios. Behind the curtain, Biden's horror show. <laughs> what? What happens when the corporate media writes headlines about this, about you like this? If you're a Democrat, and you're a Democrat, and you're the resident of the White House, and the corporate press, who operates, of course, off of Democrat donors and Democrat fealty, writes headlines like, your horror show. You got problems, baby. You got big problems. Let's go ahead and read the top line here. President Biden's White House is stuck in a split screen reality, spiraling war threats overseas and spiraling political problems at home. But horror show is the real, the real horror show is his reelection. Holy smokes. Seriously? What an, what, what a absolute bombshell. What top officials believe that Joe Biden has been at his best in managing the early days of the Israel-Hamas war, but they privately concede that things have never been worse politically since the 80-year-old took office. So these are Joe Biden's White House staffers turning on him. It's hard to see how to brighten his public image on issues haunting the American public, crime, immigration, inflation, race, trust, and now two divisive wars America didn't start. Well, arguable, but fine. Biden's top aides are deeply frustrated and bitter said one backer in frequent touch with the West Wing. They think he's doing a good job. By many measures, he is. Yeah, right. But private polls show some hurdles, public ones, and brutally stubborn low popularity. Broadly, Joe Biden is, and never let them, never let them forget this. Joe Biden is less popular right now in his presidency than Joe Biden. I, I'm sorry, Joe Biden's less popular now than Donald Trump. Was well, at the exact same point in his presidency. So you map them on top of each other. Joe Biden's less popular. Remember that when they call him the most popular president in American history. He's tired of trailing former President Trump nationally in swing states. And Biden's getting crushed on his handling of immigration, crime and inflation, which will likely turn around and put new spring in the step of Donald Trump. 
it's not death by one issue, but death by a half a dozen issues hitting all at once. The lead bearing walls, the load bearing walls are breaking. One Biden official is conceding. Listen to these Biden officials mewling and bitching to Axios about how terrible Joe Biden is. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, the salt. I can taste it. Ooh, man, things are getting trickier. There are pitfalls ahead. It's hard to see a big idea that could pass Congress and move the needle with the public. The White House slammed so many chips on Bidenomics. They're getting zero results. It's been a flop politically. That leaves the West Wing bankrupt and banking on Trump hatred, not Biden love. Ooh, that's a good one. The Biden campaign has spent $10 million and counting on TV ads, mostly touting Biden, but the polls haven't moved. If anything, they've gone down. <laughs> Biden backers worry that they're one trip or stumble or one brain glitch away from another round of Biden's too old hand wringing. Come on. It's visible weakness that cannot be fixed or changed, one veteran presidential politics pointed out. Hunter Biden will likely remain in headlines throughout the election as criminal charges uh, and White House pushes for impeachment. House Republicans have made themselves uh, a, a, you know, they talked about the speaker uh, annoyances. I was annoyed as well during the speaker race. What people are saying, Biden advisors point out that the predictions are rarely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. But there's never been a president who's ever won re-election with 30% popularity. Uh, Trump is the only viable Republican that Biden can defeat, uh, according to polls, but many polls show Donald Trump defeating Joe Biden. So there you go. Behind the curtain, uh, people are saying that this is the most pessimistic the White House has ever been and just in time for Halloween. How you like them apples? Come on. Does that make you feel a little better? <laughs> now Joe Biden also has Democrats running against him. Homie named Dean Phillips, a member of Congress from Minnesota, a Democrat, has said, we're hitting the panic button. Joe Biden cannot beat Donald Trump. And he's right. Watch. I'm not running against President Biden. I admire him. You know, I'm running for the future. I'm running to provide people a choice because if Democrats with a big D uh, defeat democracy with a small D by pushing people aside, telling them to stand down and get out, uh, that is antithetical to meeting the moment. And it's our generation's but, but turn congressman, to take those ranks. Congressman, when you, say, when you say you admire him and you admire his record and that you've been supportive of it in the Congress, you're then going to have to complete the sentence which says, but I don't think he can beat Donald Trump. Are you ready to make that case in order to win the nomination? Absolutely. That is my case. And I don't need to make it. Look at the polls. Last week's ABC News poll has President Biden down nine points nationally. Uh, the Bloomberg poll has him losing in five of the six key battleground states. You just referenced the lowest, some of the lowest approval ratings in American presidential history. I, I don't know how more loudly American voters could speak. Over 50 percent of Democratic voters simply want an alternative. That's actually more like 70 percent of Democrat voters want an alternative. Listen to that Democrat guy who really doesn't like Donald Trump being like, we will lose. We are about to lose to Donald Trump. We are going to lose to Donald Trump. Check out these new polls right here. National polls. Donald Trump is up four points on Joe Biden. Trump is destroying Joe Biden in swing states. Trump is up in five of six swing states. Donald Trump is up 50 points among the Republican field. So that's, ga that's a, just game over. And even if you include 
uh, Cornell West and uh, Kennedy Jr., Donald Trump is still up at three points. That's the Harvard-Harris poll. This is a liberal poll. This is a leftist poll. Republicans don't answer in these polls. So you have to bake in another five points for Donald Trump in this. This has Democrats, of course, screaming that they are in trouble. Dean Phillips saying, Joe Biden cannot win. This is a Democrat being like, Joe Biden cannot win, and Democrats need, want another option. Go. See if he's got a math problem, as Jen points out, and the message challenge, yeah. right? I mean, is he running for a younger version of President Biden? Could that resonate and chip away at support in a general? Well, I would say you shouldn't start your campaign by saying you're not running against the person you're running against. <laughs> That's a problem <laughs> on, on the messages. But look, the, the, I think the, the challenge for the Biden White House, the Biden campaign, he speaks for a lot of Democrats. In our own NBC poll last month, six in 10 Democrats said that they wanted a challenger to Joe mm. Biden. 74% of registered voters say that they want Joe Biden to be challenged. Yeah. They're not comfortable with him. He's speaking for some voters and it's a problem. We've got 53 weeks to the election, to the general election next year. Joe Biden does make mistakes. You don't have to be sort of Sean Hannity and create some big conspiracy about Joe Biden's mental yeah. capabilities. It's a it's a problem and people are going to see more of it, not less of it in the next year. OK, so uh, uh, like Jen Psaki, can you, can you imagine like I wish the cameras were on Jen Psaki there while she was listening to that. I just really wish we would have had the greatest Chucky moment of pre-Halloween Chucky moment. Just Jen Psaki there, like, sharpening her knife, just, like, <laughs> her face getting so red, peppermint patty, you know, morphing into Chucky. The great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Would have been incredible. Would have been incredible. Come on, MSNBC. Get your camera angles right. I got a right angle for you. Check this out from Real Clear Politics. A reminder, Real Clear Politics is just an aggregator of the polls. So they don't have a side. They're just aggregating all these polls, and all these pollsters are left-wing polls. Look, you have PBS, NPR, YouGov, Yahoo, Emerson, USA Today, Morning Consult. These are all big-time lib pollsters, and they show that Donald Trump in a commanding lead over Joe Biden. Trump up a point. Trump up four points. Trump up four points. Trump up two points. Biden up one point. These are on, like, the most left-wing polls. Never. Never, we do this professionally, never in 2020 did the polls look like this. Never. It was always Biden up 20, 10, 5, 15. Never did it show Donald Trump beating Biden in 20. So what does that show? Holy smokes. What does that show? This is very interesting. On this day in history, Biden was up eight points in 2020, and Clinton was up two and a half points. So Biden's doing way worse than Hillary Clinton. <laughs> now, who is the most uh, insufferable woman in politics? Many of you would say Hill Dog. Many of you say Hilda Beast. But I would I would raise you that the most insufferable person presently serving in politics is Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris did an interview this weekend that is so bad. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you got to, when you, after you're done watching it, you take your Purell, right? And you go straight into the retina. Please, please forget juice into my eyes. Check this out. This is our, these are our cringe alerts. Okay. For the day, two clips of Kamala Harris, maybe three clips of Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris asked, uh, Hey, Joe Biden has dementia. Joe Biden falls down the stairs. Joe Biden can't speak English. Uh, People are worried about Joe Biden. Can you give us an assessment on how is Joe Biden doing? 
Oh man. Okay. So here's our cringe alert for the day. Watch. We were talking to some Democratic donors, uh-huh. and they have told us that should something befall President Biden, and he is not able to run, uh-huh. that there would be a free-for-all for who would run as president. Because Joe Biden is very much alive and running for re-election. Uh, that's what you say? What if they asked, what if they asked Melania, I don't know, Melania about Donald Trump and Melania goes, Donald Trump is very much alive. Do you think that makes some headlines? <laughs> what if they asked Barack Obama about his chef? My chef is very much alive. No, he's not. What if they asked? What if that answer was given about anyone else in the political zeitgeist? Hey, Hillary, how's Jeffrey Epstein doing? He's very much not alive. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how do you how do you get away with an answer like that? How do you do it? Well, only if all your other answers are far worse. And there are there are. That's actually one of the more palatable answers saying that Joe Biden is alive. Oh, hot damn, Jerry. We're going to have so much meme material here. I want Joe Biden as a zombie tomorrow. That answer, then Joe Biden is a zombie uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Come on, baby. Uh, Michael Jackson, zombie, thriller, Joe Biden. <sighs> right? Sniffs a, sniffs another sniffs as another zombie kid, right? It's perfect. It's terrifying. All kids. It gets worse. Kamala Harris asked about the collapsing polls for the regime. For this regime. This answer is like tippy top, okay? This is our nuclear cringe for the day. Here's you. Here we go. Boom. (laughs) Recent CBS poll found that at the beginning of President Biden's term, 70 percent of young people, people under 30, said he was doing a good job. Mm -hmm. Now it's less than 50 percent. Why is that? What's going on? If you poll how young people feel about the climate and the warming of our planet, it polls as one of their top concerns. What we are doing with student loan debt polls very high. We got to let people know who brung it to them. <laughs> That's our challenge. <laughs> Halloween's early, baby. Halloween's early. Also, why is Kamala Harris's resting face like this? Why? Is it Halloween? Is this like a Halloween thing for her? I don't know. Is it? Can, can I get a side-by-side here? Can I get a side-by-side? Why is that your resting face? Who has a face resting like that? By the way, we do have uh, Nancy Pelosi on a witch's broom. We were able to whip that up for you in the show. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we watch. This is why you watch, okay? This is how much we care about you. We have Nancy Pelosi plus the witch's broom. I think these are really nice. I think there's a lot to work with here. This is AI. We're going to ask Larry Elder about this. What does he think? This is like work. I mean, this, this, I mean, I know it's AI, but like this, these look like her official congressional portrait. It's, a, it's perfect. It's beautiful. Look at that one. That's her speaker's cavil. That's what she, that's what she hits. At, uh, at, that's what he, she hits Adam Schiff with. In the ass before he goes on TV. 
Yeah, there you go. That's what she throws at Donald Trump. That's what that was. That was Nancy Pelosi was sitting there in her office on January sixth with one of these. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, there you go. That looks exactly. That's exactly right. Right on the way, on the way to San Francisco. Nonstop to San Fran. Fit right in, baby. Fitting right in. Speaking of California and San Francisco, the guy that they would replace Joe Biden with, Gavin Newsom, is, of course, doing his world tour and uh, doing a really great job at it. In fact, he's so similar to Joe Biden, right? The Joe Biden thing worked, right? So why not just act like Joe Biden? When Gavin Newsom had an opportunity to play basketball with a bunch of Chinese kids, he wound up groping the ch- like clobbering the children, groping them, smacking them in the behinds, and then like grabbing them and sniffing them. This is an incredible Joe Biden impression. Watch. Get off the children, you sick freak. What are you doing? What? Do you have kids? Like, that's not the way you treat a, ch- a child. Maybe if it was your son, like if it was your son, I guess, maybe. That's some random little Chinese boy in China. Get your get off the children, you sick freak. Man, speaking of sick freaks, the guy who had to resign from his governorship. Democrats are just, Democrats are great, really. He's great. Andrew Cuomo uh, says, weak Joe Biden will face Democrat primary ahead of 2024. Andrew Cuomo now turning on Joe Biden, another Democrat governor from a Democrat state, saying, ah, this, this ain't it. This ain't it. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody who ran against Gavin Newsom in a recall election, uh, a man who has run for, who ran for president and recently endorsed Donald Trump, uh, bowing out gracefully from the competition, a man who knows a lot about a great deal of things, and one of our favorites, Larry Elder, joins the program now. Larry, thank you so much for being on the program. We really appreciate it. I I did want to get to the Gavin Newsom clip because, one, I'm really glad that you two didn't debate. He might have jumped on your back as well and started spanking you. That would have been terrifying. I would have uh, I would have said a prayer for you in church in, the uh, you know, uh, but I'm very glad that that didn't happen. Your thoughts just off the top on Gavin Newsom grabbing a little Chinese boy and spanking him. (laughs) Well, he fell down, rough and dirt on it, got back in the game. Look, I wish he had debated me. I was very disappointed that uh, the media didn't put pressure on him during the recall. Uh, the, the thing is all over now, and Gavin Newsom goes on Sean Hannity's show, and Sean says, why don't you debate uh, Ron DeSantis? He goes, okay. Uh, would have been nice if somebody like that had said, why don't you debate uh, Larry Elder when it mattered? Uh, this is preseason baseball going into debating uh, Ron DeSantis, nothing at stake. This was a big deal of uh, the recall election, but nobody in the media pressured Gavin Newsom to debate me. Now, as for your um, analysis of Joe Biden and Kamala, look, here's the deal. If Joe Biden cannot fog up a mirror uh, come November, the nominee is going to be Kamala Harris. I know you don't think so, Benny, but let me tell you why. The most loyal part of the Democratic base are black people. And the majority of these voters are black females. And they love, love, love Kamala Harris. I saw her numbers among blacks over 70 percent, and it wasn't broken down by gender. So I'm sure she's even more popular among black females. Why is this relevant? Their first primary in South Carolina, 60 percent of the Democrat voters in South Carolina are black. And if 
Kamala Harris is drop kicked for some white dude uh, like uh, like uh, Gavin Newsom. These black female voters will be livid. They won't be so mm-hmm. livid. They'll vote Republican. They'll just sit home. They won't vote at all. Thereby guaranteeing whoever it is uh, that we nominate, it's going to be Trump, of course, will win. They cannot afford that. When um, uh, uh, who's the, who's the Democrat socialist? Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. won the Nevada caucuses. Uh, in 2020, for a brief shining moment, Benny, he was a front runner. What did uh, James Clyburn do? He endorsed uh, Joe Biden on the eve of the South Carolina primary and extracted a promise that his first nominee to the Supreme Court would be a black female. His running mate is a black female. And when for a time it appeared that uh, Dianne Feinstein might might not survive her term, uh, 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 Gavin Newsom said that I will replace her with a black female. This is the year of the black female for the identity party known as the Democrat Party, and they cannot afford to alienate them. So it's going to be Kamala Harris if Joe Biden can't make it to the finish line. Trust wow. Me. Wow. Following your logic there, not Michelle Obama, Kamala Harris, you think? Only The only way good that you pointed out, the only way you can dropkick Kamala Harris is A, she has to agree to be dropkicked, and secondly, she got to be replaced with an Oprah or a Michelle. Neither of them uh, is uh, insane enough to want the job. So, no, mm. they are stuck with her. Wow. Yep. You just sent a chill. It's Halloween, Larry, but you just sent a chill down my spine uh, saying yeah. that it might be Oprah. Take it, take it to the bank. And that's why I wrote this book called As Goes California, My Mission to Rescue the Golden State and Save the Nation. It's about what Gavin Newsom has done to California. California, as you know, is a one-party state, been a one-party mm. state for, for decades. He set up a commission for reparations. He's a more climate change extremist than Joe Biden is, outlawing mm. the sale of new gas cars by, by 2035, set up a, a commission to determine the wages of fast food workers. I can go on and on and on about all the brain dead stuff he's done, supporting soft on crime laws that allow you to uh, steal up to $1,000 a day. And not just that, uh, he supported something called Proposition 57, which lowered a bunch of categories from violent offenses to nonviolent offenses. Now, mm. Rape of an intoxicated victim is a nonviolent offense in California. I kid you not. Uh, serial arson, a nonviolent offense. Assault on a police officer, a nonviolent offense based on a proposition that Gavin Newsom supported. I can go on and on and on. He is a left-wing loom. Uh, he makes uh, uh, Bernie Sanders seem almost like a centrist. But it doesn't matter because the media will circle the wagons around him as they're going to circle the wagon around Kamala Harris and talk about what a great job she's done. They're going to do a massive rehabilitation job on her, uh, assuming she becomes an nominee. Wow. So this trip to China, we've been we've been postulating that this is Gavin Newsom's, you know, stepping in. Xi won't meet with Biden, but he'll meet with Newsom. So you're saying that this is simply two communists having tea together and that Gavin Newsom will not be the, the presidential candidate. Well, he wants to be the, 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 the candidate, but he can't announce it. Otherwise, he would have announced it by now because he'd have to shove aside Kamala Harris. He cannot do that. She has to go on her own. So he's going to stick around, assuming uh, uh, our side wins. He'll stick around for another four years and then run down the road. That's why he went to Israel. That's why he goes to China, you know, to uh, get his foreign policy bond a few days. That's why he's doing all this stuff. But by the way, it's easier to do that than solve crime. Uh, crime is up in many categories. Arrests are down. It's easier to do, do, deal with that than to deal with the um, homeless problem we have in California. 30% of the homeless are living in California, even though around we're around 12 or 13% of the population. Our schools are near the bottom. The av- average price of a home in California, 175% above the national average. Easier to, to play basketball with a Chinese kid than to deal, than to deal with these problems. 
Yes. Now, you just brought up crime, this type of violent crime that you're discussing that is on the rise across America disproportionately hurts black people. You're saying that that's not going to matter and that black people are still going to show up and vote for Kamala and Joe? Unfortunately, yes. I mean, look at the schools. Schools are near the bottom. Uh, 13 public high schools in Baltimore, zero percent of the kids can do math at grade level. They're all located in the inner city. There are 53 government schools in Chicago, all located in the inner city. Zero percent of the kids can do math at grade level. Yet Democrats like Lemming go in there uh, and pull that lever for the for the uh, Democratic the black Black voters, rather, like lemmings, go in there and pull that lever for the Democratic Party. You tell me what that is. Look at the crime. The crime is hurting black people and brown people more than anybody else, accusing the police of engaging in systemic racism. It's causing them to pull back. It's called the Ferguson effect or the George Floyd effect. And as a result, all they're doing is answering radio calls and not being proactive. So there are bad guys in the streets who are preying against other innocent, uh, law-abiding black people, and still black people pull that lever for the Democratic Party. I don't know what it's going to take. Although Trump did do better. He got, I think it was 8% in 2016. He got 12% in 2020. That's a 50% increase. And he got 20% of the black male voters. So it's trending in our direction. But what's taking so long? My goodness, crime, the schools are awful. Uh, the economy, people are leaving California for the first time uh, in 170 years, Benny. 500,000 people left California in the last two and a half years because primarily they cannot afford the price of a home. And the reason the price of a home is so high is that the Democrats are in bed with the environmentalists. Uh, the environmentalists don't want any kind of construction. There's probably two or three million units uh, that should be built in California and would have been built had it not been for the extreme laws that we have that allow basically anybody to stop any construction for any reason. You just mentioned that black men are trending towards supporting Donald Trump. And we're seeing that in the polling. Now, you just... Uh, bowed out and supported Donald Trump. Can you talk me through, obviously, that nexus? What's been your communication with uh, Donald Trump? I know you've been a big supporter of his for quite a while. Right. I just met with him about three or four days ago, uh, right before he had a really big fundraiser, and we talked about my dropping out, uh, and I said I was going to endorse him. He said, you know how Trump is. He said, why don't we do it now? Let's go, let's go do it now. So we go out there <laughs> at this big fundraiser, uh, and I announced it before that these are the wealthiest people uh, in uh, uh, in America who are conservatives. I think he raised $9 million uh, that one night. And it's the biggest fundraising night maybe ever. Uh, and I, I made the announcement there. And the reason, of course, is because I like what he did on crime. I like what he did on borders. The reason borders are important is because the people most threatened by uh, illegal aliens economically are black and brown people living in the inner city with high school or less education because almost all the illegal aliens have very little education. There was a report mm -hmm. done by the Civil Rights Commission, Benny, that found a million fewer blacks are working because of the uh, presence of illegal alien labor and illegal alien labor puts downward pressure to the tune of almost $2,000 per year on the salaries of black people living in the inner city. And Donald Trump also so, uh, you know, he's, he's his best economy ever for black people. He pardoned uh, Jack Johnson, the first black heavyweight uh, champion. And by the way, even Obama didn't do that. He pardoned, he commuted a sentence of a woman named Alice Johnson, who got a very long, nonviolent uh, uh, criminal sentence. Uh, if this is racism, he needs to go back to racism school. Hmm. Well, we have a very interesting clip here from the weekend, big time uh, college football weekend. There were a lot of parties. One of them had Waka Flocka, who is a pretty popular rapper, and he led a Trump 2024 chant at his concert. We have a clip of it here. I'd love to get you to react. When I yell something, I want y'all to say 2024. When I say the words, say 2024. You ready? Y'all ready? Yeah. Trump! 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 I'm fucking y'all, man. I'm fucking, man.
this like a is this like a, a tide shift? Uh, is this just a one off? Like, is this a movement that's happening with black men? Tell me about it. I think something's happening. Look, the Democrat Party is a party of slavery, the party of the Confederacy, the party of KKK. Democrats founded the KKK, uh, the party of the Dred Scott decision. Democrats appointed uh, the Chief Justice Roger Taney presided over that. Uh, they're the party that broke down the family with the welfare state. We've incentivized women to marry the government and incentivized men to abandon their financial and moral responsibility. Mm -hmm. They're the party of crime, as I mentioned earlier, and they're the party that will not allow school choice. And so you add all these things up, and finally, finally, black people are getting to wake up and realize they're being used. I'll give you another example. Joe Biden, when he goes to Howard University, a historically black college, and what does he say? The number one threat to the homeland is, wait for it, white supremacy. The Anti-Defamation League keeps track of how many people are killed every year by political extremists. Last year, there were 25 out of the over 20,000 homicide victims. You wanna play that game? Most homicide is same race homicide. Most whites who are killed are killed by other whites. Most blacks who are killed are killed by other blacks. However, every year, there are about 750 interracial black white homicides. 500 white people are killed by blacks, even though blacks are just 13% of the population. 250 blacks are killed by whites, even though whites are 60% of the population. Now, if you wanted to um, play that game, if Donald Trump went to a university and pointed this out and said the number one threat to the homeland is black supremacy, you and I would denounce him as a race-hustling demagogue. But Biden does it. It's not a problem. And I just talked about um, homicide, non-homicide violent crime between blacks and whites, roughly every year, 600,000 such instances. 85 to 90 percent of the time, it's the black per white victim, only 10 to 15 percent the other way around. Now, if I cited those those stats and I said the number one threat to the homeland was black supremacy, I would be denounced and should be denounced as a race hustling incendiary. But Democrats like Joe Biden do this all the time and they get away with it. And our side does not fight back hard enough. So. It is absolutely astonishing the numbers that you just brought up there. And the homicide rates, of course, are skyrocketing. They've skyrocketed, shockingly, after the BLM riots, after the BLM fraud that was perpetrated on the American people. Where did the $90 million go? Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Mansions in Canada, I hear. But nonetheless, you've seen actually the rise in black homicides like skyrocket after the BLM riots and after the... Uh, you know, the entire George Floyd narrative was spun and it was a narrative because the autopsy revealed that George Floyd died of fentanyl. Yeah. Uh, uh, the official autopsy was released and ping pong balled uh, around quite a bit. This happened last week. I was hoping to ask you about it. Uh, I know we only have a minute left, but your thoughts on the, you know, the last three years, uh, has that been good or bad for black Americans? Uh, they've been bad. And regarding George Floyd, remember the lead prosecutor was a black man. And he took pains to argue, Benny, in his opening statement that the police in general were not on trial. In fact, he said flattering things about cops. He said the Minneapolis PD in general is not on trial. He mentioned some of the people he knew in the department and he admired them. He said this individual is on trial for what this individual did or didn't do. He never even implied that uh, what Derek Chauvin did had anything to do with George Floyd's race, and Chauvin was never char charged with a hate crime. Yet you have all these protests in America for four months, 25 people killed, 2,000 officers injured, $2 billion in insured property damage, all because of a false narration that what happened to George Floyd had to do with his race when there was zero evidence, however you feel about what the officer did, 
zero evidence that what the officer did or didn't do had anything to do with George Floyd's race. This is what Democrats do, and it got people killed. And property values go down. Uh, businesses don't want to start there. Uh, and then they want to whine about the wealth gap. Well, who created the wealth gap? You did. By the welfare state, uh, the fact is that, according to the CDC, a young black man aged 10 to 43 is 13 times more likely to be murdered than a white male, same demo. Why? Wow. Lack of fathers in the home and nobody but nobody's talking about it. They don't talk about it because they caused it. We don't talk about it for fear that if we do, it will be called systemically racist. Or if you're black, as I am, you'll be called the black face of white supremacy, which is what the only time oh. called. <laughs> Remember that the Los Angeles time, the black yes. face of white supremacy. You've been warned was a sub headline. You've been warned. Meanwhile, a white leftist in a gorilla mask throws an egg at you. I'll never get over it. I'll never get over it. That's right. And they laughed about it. Can you imagine if somebody in a gorilla mask had thrown an egg at uh, Kamala Harris or Barack Obama? They would have done a manhunt, but they just made a big joke about it. And they said, oh, a white woman wearing a gorilla mask. And I said, how do you know it was a mask? Maybe she was having a bad hair day. <laughs> you ought to, to make sexist comment about, you know, you can't win. <laughs> Larry has a brand new book out. You got to go get it as California goes. My mission to rescue the Golden State and save the nation. It's available now on Amazon. Larry, you are just an absolute national treasure. Please come back soon. Anytime, Benny. Thank you for having me. God bless. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you have just an interview and you're like, man, that guest is solid gold. Larry Elder is sol solid gold. The, the, the font of information. He's like a straight up AI. When you ask him about the demographic information and about the crime statistics, boom, 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 boom. It's awesome. It's awesome. You, uh, you and I both love it when we have solid gold guests on the show. I also got solid gold offer for you from my friends at Allegiance Gold. Holiday season coming up. Come on. The Christ child was given the gift of gold. Maybe you should go check out my friends at Allegiance Gold. Diversify your investment savings now. Inflation is at a 40-year high. There's a lot of wallet pinching going on because the federal budget is ballooning and Joe Biden's taxes are a-coming. The tax man cometh. Diversify now. Allegiance Gold. Ladies and gentlemen, their team can help you diversify and make the best decisions for your financial future. Go Gold Brigade. Go protect with Benny. Today, call 844-66-BENNY and get up to $5,000 of free silver with a qualifying purchase. Don't wait. Protect your future now with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Protectwithbenny.com today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a positive, a positive note for the end of the show. Uh, we have some exciting little – exciting little uh, – uh, election updates for you uh, when it comes to Donald Trump on the campaign trail. Uh, who will be Donald Trump's VP? Okay. Who will it be? Ladies and gentlemen, this is your election update. Byron Donald, will you be Donald Trump's VP? Go. I want to switch gears real quick, ask you about 2024, because I know some people would have liked to see you get the gavel, get, become speaker. But others say, well, maybe you have a different road ahead. Would you accept uh, the vice president uh, position if Donald Trump asked you to be his partner? 
Well, look, Maria, first of all, I'll tell you, um, for Speaker Mike Johnson, I am happy for him. He's going to do a tremendous job leading the House of Representatives. You have a man of impeccable character, impeccable integrity, and uh, the members have rallied around him. We're going to get back to work and do our jobs. Uh, with respect to uh, being uh, potentially on the ticket, that's really up to the president. Uh, I have no control over that. The only thing I'll say is I just want to do whatever I can to get our country on track. That's what I've always been committed to. So yeah. no matter what the role is, it's about getting our country back on track. How so, ladies and gentlemen, also news from this weekend. And by the way, Byron Donalds, dude, he would make an absolute bang VP. I would love that. The debates between Byron Donalds and Kamala Harris. Would you be there for that? Oh, man, that would be that might actually do higher ratings than debates between Trump and Biden. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'm not sure. But we do know one thing, one thing for absolute certain, that the debates between Mike Pence and Kamala Harris or Mike Pence and Joe Biden will not be going forward. Mike Pence dropped out this weekend. Mike Pence drops out of the 2024 race at the Republican Jewish Coalition. Former Vice President Mike Pence told the annual summit that this was not his time. To the American people, this is not my time, but it is still your time. Oh, got it. Okay, durr. We got a great, we got a great video for you. So the, while Mike Pence may have dropped out this weekend, and by the way, don't be a traitor to your party. How about that? Like very simple politics here. Don't be a traitor to your base. Be America first, not America last. There was a moment where Mike Pence embraced a full, uh, gave a full hug to the cactus of America last policies. Okay, big spiny hug. When Mike Pence argued that Israel and Ukraine are more important than America, and he did so because Tucker Carlson, in a masterclass of questioning, got it out of him. Mike Pence, mask off moment, neocon, warmonger, America last Republican, proving as a warning sign, abandon all hope. You who enter Tucker Carlson's questioning, go promised them 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine, they still don't have them. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President, have you, I know you're running for president. You are, distra you. You are distressed noticing. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around, there's not one city that's gotten better in the United States, and it's visible. Our economy has degraded, the suicide rate has jumped, public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased, and yet your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Boom. Boom. You're done. You're done, boy. Now, that happened over the summer. Tucker Carlson ended Mike Pence's career. It just took till now, three months later, for it to finally have the effect. It's not my concern. The worst thing ever said during any presidential interview ever, and that includes Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. There are nothing more evil than that. Oh, wow, like things are going really bad here in America. I want to run for president. And I go, that's not my concern. Ukraine's your concern? Get out. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here.
Where is here? Here is the Benny Brigade. This is the Salty Army. We have a brigade inside of the Salty Army. We thank you so very much, brigaders, for joining. We are so happy that you are flossing. Yours, the greatest keychain in America, can also be yours with the Salty Army tank on the back. Whoops, it's upside down. There you go. <laughs> Handmade American leather. This will be shipped to you gratis if you join the Benny Brigade today. Go to bennyjohnson.com slash brigade to join the fastest growing exclusive membership team that helps fight for America. You will be a part of our brigade. We will send you this awesome keychain that is made by veterans and employs people and provides jobs here in America. It is less than a $5 foot long per month. And you can help us keep our show independent. So we thank you so much for your support. We also will be taking brigader questions for James Comer and Jim Jordan. We will put your name up and we will put your question up on screen and we will ask them questions for you. This is a this is a audience driven show. We do everything for you. That is the start and the end. Okay? We do it for you and we always wish to leave you with some hope. And that is why we always have a verse of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, our verse of the day from Isaiah. Let's get some Old Testament. Some Old Testament dish. Are you ready for that Old Testament commandment? Let's do it. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is everlasting. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator, the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. So don't be worried about these people. What do we say? We say Joe Biden, George Soros, Klaus Schwab, they all think they're in control of everything. They, they, like, they can't even control their own borders, okay? They can't even control their own finances. Like these people are in control of nothing. God's in control and God has a great plan for us. And so like be confident in that, be cheerful in that, be thankful in that and march onward upright with your boys and girls in the brigade. We will march forward. It's your boy, Benny. See ya.